At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everybody. I'm Sina Gaznavi, and my co-host Justin Williams and I are working with the team from Last Podcast of the Left to launch a new show called Fraudsters. That's right. We're like the Hall of Shame for scammers. This season, we'll show you the future with Miss Cleo. Call me now for your free reading. We've got Ponzi schemes. We've got crypto fraud. We've got catfishing. This will be a perfect podcast. 100% guaranteed or your money back. Sina, I think it's free. Oh, that's right. Fraudsters, starting next week, listen for free, only on Spotify. Coming down the aisle, it's time to fart. Who the hell are you to tell the top anything? Yeah! He has broken it! And that's the bottom line. I've got the stop on profile like never before. Woo! Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kisselier hanging out with... Katie Dirks. Katie Dirks. It's episode 50 of Kind of Fun. We did it. We've, what a milestone. I don't know what we did. We've hung out 50 times. <laughs> yes, I love it. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff to get to today. A lot of things happening in the wrestling world. Of course, Thunderdome is upon us. The WWE Thunderdome uh, taking a playbook out of the NBA Showing the fans, watching their favorite wrestlers oh from the comfort of their own home. We will talk about SummerSlam. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on with NXT. Karrion Cross beat Keith Lee. Big upset. Keith Lee is now bringing his big old body to WWE proper. Hopefully, they do not bury Keith Lee and uh, allow him to shine the same way he has shined in NXT. But let's talk about the fans really quick here, Katie, oh because... We were discussing how dick pics, uh, buttholes. I had such faith. I had such faith in you know, the WWE yes. universe. This is this is why this is that was my mistake. Yeah, I immediately I, was like, someone's gonna whip it out during one of the women's matches or one of the men's matches. Something's gonna happen. But wow, that was an innocent thought in in oh, uh, hindsight. I did say, I did say there wouldn't be dick pics. You did I get did that say correct. There wouldn't be dick pics, and I was correct in that element. However. Yeah, bunch of beheadings though. There was a bunch of beheadings, wasn't there? I didn't. I didn't see. You know, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things because assholes will fuck it up. It is unbelievable. Just when you thought like a dick pic would be like, oh, that's crossing the line. So instead of dick pics, they decided to show pictures of Chris Benoit, a man who, uh, you know, murdered his family. They showed beheadings. It was much more, it was much darker than I expected it to be. There was a KKK uniform. 
Yeah, there was or a KKK a uniform. uniform. I don't. I don't know what it's a dra- outfit. A, outfit. Um, yeah, a, a sheet to hide your face because yeah. your beliefs mm-hmm. are so abhorrent that you don't want people to know that you hold them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. yes, WWE universe, congratulations! You've yeah. somehow done the worst that you could do. Way worse than. Way worse. Way worse than what we thought. That's the show within the show. If you're a wrestler and you look up at the Thunderdome. It does have to be kind of distracting when all of a sudden you're staring down, uh, you know, an ISIS video of an American losing his head. So, uh, you know, just 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 when you think we've seen it all, the world <laughs> continues to provide. But you know what that's called? Content creation. And that's what those people are doing. They're creating content. I was when I was watching it, I was saying, I don't even know how you would get a dick pic across because like I can't you they flash to the audience so quickly you can't even really see anything. So, right. like, the fact that I was like, that, I was like, that's small potatoes. Like, what are they going to do? Literally. And then, yeah. And then, because even when they cut to, like, the close-up shots of the audience, they're so pixelated that you can't even really, they're shooting a screen of a screen. So, they can't even really see what's going on. The one problem that I'm having with the Thunderdome, first of all, it's not the concept. I actually love the concept. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see these, uh, let's just, there tends to be a little overweight, which is fine, but they mm-hmm. didn't, I'm just going to say a lot of people didn't dress like they were going out. It was a lot of people with nacho cheese on, you know, on their shirts, and they were just sort of, I watched the South Park episode where they were all playing that video game, World of Warcraft, and mm-hmm. they had to go against the really fat dude who just like sits there, and he just like clicks his mouse, and he's just like... I don't know I'm going to kill New York here. <laughs> and whatever he talks about. And it was just a lot of that. And it's a, also the camera angle isn't great for the face because you got the guys, chin there. The guys. Like, we, we there should be a universal. You're on national television. Yes, there should be like a universal, uh, like a, in, in television we call them show Bibles. And it's essentially in this show Bible is everything about how you should make the show produce the show yeah it's like it's every it's a to z on how the show gets made but there's this section in all every show bible that's like camera angles that teaches you how to uniform uh and how to shoot the show gotta do it there should be a show bible for every anytime that you're on a zoom call or a audience member in a nationally television televised tv show uh this is how you frame your shot i don't want to look up your nose ring light Get a ring light. Everyone should have ring lights in COVID. I mean, it is like people, you're on camera. You're on camera. You are on national television. And it's just, mm-hmm. if, and it's the same view as if I was blowing you and you were sitting there <laughs> watching wrestling. It's disgusting. I don't want to look up and see your weird beard that you can't grow, but yet you haven't yeah. shaved in two months, which is the worst thing that any human being could ever do. The yeah. grown the grown beard that can't grow. Don't put your laptop on your lap with your camera angle up your nose. Nobody wants to see that. Angle. Nobody wants to see the it. The angle up, the angle is an awful shot. Always angled down. Your camera's Always higher than up. your eye line, and then you look up. It makes you look thinner. It's little camera trick. And take a shower. Jeez. Wash yourselves. Wash yourself. They all live like the kid who was the DJ in uh, in that great movie, um, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. The yes. beekeeper who didn't shower <laughs> the entire time. And that's it's just that kid grew up. And now he is watching WWE Thunderdome wear a costume. 
come on. Get, at least yeah. be the beekeeper. Wear a beekeeper mask. I would watch that. You can wear a beekeeper mask. It's not anti-Semitic from what I know. <laughs> no. no, that is unless there's like some subculture of like racism, the beekeepers that I don't know about. I think the beekeepers are amazing people, and bees Although, are incredible, and they're saving our entire world. Great idea for a uh, for for like a, a wrestling gimmick. Does he come out with a honeycomb full of bees, yeah. and then he releases the bees, and then <laughs> yeah. the person has to say, "Not the bees." Yep. Like uh, Nicholas Cage, of course. In the Wicker Man. So when it comes to the fans, like whatever it is, someone just needs to monitor it. And you know what they need? They need someone to say, they need a producer in their ear saying, more pizzazz, Bruce. Give it more pizzazz. (laughs) Because right now they just sit there and watch and they're just like, it's like you're supposed to clap and stuff. You have to react like you're there. I will say that was one cool part where I can't remember. Maybe it was Drew McIntyre came out and he said, like, everybody in the audience, give me a thumbs up. And you saw everyone at home, like, giving the thumbs up. Like, yeah. that was actually really cool. It was like, oh, all right, this this is cool. Let's talk about actual wrestling. WWE champion Drew McIntyre went against Randy Orton at SummerSlam. It was the first time that Drew, and to, to what Katie was saying, I did think that was really cool. The shot of Drew with the championship in front of all the screens of people being like, thank you, Drew. You did a great job. He finally got the recognition he deserves from the universe in his... Mm-hmm in as intimate a way as we can right now. And I thought that was really sweet. It also made me think Randy Orton was about to beat Drew McIntyre. Mm, Of course, Randy Orton, the legend killer. But for those that watch SummerSlam, you'll know Drew McIntyre retained. And I think it's because Randy Orton, as we talked about, very good against legends. Drew is still building his legend. Mm -hmm. Randy Orton can beat the old guys. But as far as I'm concerned right now, until proven otherwise... Randy Orton's fallen short against the people who are currently in their prime. And I think it's safe to say Drew is in his prime. Oh, I like that angle that he can only beat the old guys. He can, That's all he's done so far. And he's Drew Mac- legend killer. He's the legend killer, but Drew yep. isn't a legend yet. I mean, future legend, probably future Hall of Famer. But right now, Drew is proving that this championship reign of his, this is not going to be a fluke. This is something that's going to last for a while. And he's had the belt now for what? Seven months? Oh, my God. It's already, yeah, April, April, May, June, July, August. Yeah, five, six, five, six months. Five, six months he's had that that's belt wild. already, which, you know, that's a testament to him. And that's a testament to Vince being like, hey, you're going to carry this company during this super weird time. And I think if it's not for 2020, if it's not for COVID, I'm not even sure if Drew is the champion because he is so perfect mm. for this time. He is so stable. He's a great performer. Uh, he's great on the mic. He really is over. I don't know if people could – I think that he is doing a great job as champion in this era where it's like, is he doing good or not doing good with yeah. no fans? And as the fans reacted to when he came out, again, via the little TV screens, but their reaction was true, and I was happy to see Drew finally get, like, a little bit of love from the crowd. After SummerSlam, they rolled right into the WWE 24 making WrestleMania. I watched a little bit and of it. it was – so it's easily the best one they've done. It's it was so good. It felt like they kind of threw kayfabe out the window. Yeah. I, and even even if they did protect kayfabe even a little bit, they did such a good job with like making it. So I don't know. It was just so good. They really lifted the veil. They showed yeah. they showed Cena like working through uh, the 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 fiend match. It was just it was awesome. They talked about how yeah. everything just kind of got thrown upside down. It was so. Good and they and Braun Strowman 
you guys have to watch it. It's I I rarely uh, sing the praises of WWE products, but this mm-hmm. documentary uh, episode was so good. Braun Strowman has a new uh, spot in my heart. There's so many Braun Strowman man tears. He, really? Oh my god, it's so. Oh my god, it's so good. He's so likable, uh, and same thing with Drew McIntyre. Like he he. I don't. I don't want to ruin it. Braun for is. But why it's did really Braun cry? He's the cutest. Oh my goodness! He's a All kitten, right. Just a little. He's just absolutely adorable. I want to give him the biggest hug. He's so cute. Okay, Drew McIntyre defeated Randy Orton. When it comes to Braun Strowman, however, he is he was the Universal Champion. He lost to the Fiend Bray Wyatt, setting up a match between Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, and Roman Reigns. At Payback, a no-holds-bar triple threat match. Of course, Roman Reigns coming back at the end of this match, giving uh, uh, Bray Wyatt a spear, and a spear that went right to my heart, because Uh I have to say, I was happy to see Roman Reigns back in the ring, despite... Uh, he would have gotten um, a controversial huge pop in the sort of, crowd. He would have gotten a huge pop, despite the fact that people kind of love to hate him, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, he's just pushed constantly by Vince." Now, if he immediately becomes the Universal Champion again, maybe that <laughs> sentiment comes back. But the Braun Strowman Fiend match, uh, what did you think of it? Um, I was a little bit sad they cut Alexa Bliss's storyline out of it. Alexa yeah. Bliss also was kind of upset. I don't know why they chose to do that uh she was so important in the swamp match like she had a a, a key role so i don't know why they yeah. cut alexa out i always say alexa bliss is a net positive if you can work with her always put her in the show yeah she's phenomenal yeah i don't know i don't know why they did that either but i i liked it i thought it was good. it was nice to see braun Strowman do his thing it's the fiend is still weird braun Strowman got a little they went like uh, they took a couple weird turns with the story but the in the ring and the match was really good yeah. I, li- I liked it i was here for it i like and now i'm i'm so much more on board with the braun Strowman anything after that after uh making wrestlemania doc like i, I love it so you just it, it requires you to see a grown man cry in order for you to like them in reality television uh man tears are like gold storytelling gold all you want is like if you can get like the 20 20 to 30 something man tears uh it's storytelling just it 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 always wins well good to know i'll start Mm -hmm. crying more on command and then maybe one day maybe one day i can be on one of those really popular reality shows that makes your life better yeah oh yeah they don't do that (laughs) they don't know they don't do that i don't know what you're talking about there's always such good positive things that come out of reality television as you can see our country's doing great (laughs) (laughs) um all right overall i have to say SummerSlam was pretty good i'm gonna the oscar matches oscar versus sasha and of course uh oscar versus bailey Asuka ended up becoming the Raw Women's Champion, beating Sasha Banks, which I think is appropriate. Yes. Uh, Bailey retaining a little bit of trickery and some cheating there, Karen. Miss Bailey, call the manager on yourself. You're a cheater. Nonetheless, Asuka is the Raw Women's Champion, and to wrestle twice uh, in a pay-per-view was no joke, and she put on two great matches. Yeah, no, she's an all-star. She's, she's just an, an all-star. all-star. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Not too much more talk here on SummerSlam, but I do want to talk about the street fight with Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. And I want to talk about the no DQ match. The loser leaves WWE Mandy Rhodes versus Sonya Deville. But let's first 
talk about Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. Uh, this is set up Rey Mysterio with Dominic versus Seth Rollins and Murphy at Payback. Again, they're doing back-to-back pay-per-views, which is insane. It's uh, but so w- crazy. It really is crazy. Payback, of course, will be Sunday. Um, Dominic Mysterio, Katie, what are your thoughts on him? I am. Uh, I feel like I might be controversial on this one. I think he's trying his best. But this is pretty, oh my God, Katie, that's, oh my, just because you're a mom now, that is such a BS response. He's he's trying his best. Trying his best. Oh my goodness, you have changed. Absolutely, trying his, this is professional wrestling. This is the grandest stage of all. This is the biggest event of the summer. Trying his best is not going to get it done, Katie. I will say that kendo stick does some fucking damage. The kendo stick. That thing is it's i know it's gimmick too like it's still cracked and like it's still broken in the middle so you're not getting the full it hurts you're not getting the full force but fuck that shit like no i'm pass i'm good but i do think that he's (laughs) dominic is taking i think the angle right now or the at least it seems like the idea with dominic right now in any storyline is whoever the heel is he beat the living shit out of Dominic. Right. He can take it because he has to, because he needs to prove himself, because yes. it's the only thing he can do right now to prove himself. He can't get up there and do. He, he, I think he's a good. He's got to be a decent wrestler at this point. You're not. You don't live with Rey Mysterio and grow up with Rey Mysterio as your dad and have zero skill set in the ring. What I mean, sometimes you do. Sometimes I mean, the kid just isn't exactly. Michael Jordan's kids didn't go on to play pro basketball, so no, and they're great kids. I don't know what they're up to. Maybe they're very good at business, like their dad, but they're not as good at basketball. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that that's going to work. Nepotism is only a financial thing. It's not necessarily a physical trait thing. Look right. at uh, look at Prince Charles for crying out loud. Mm, all right. Guys, walking pneumonia. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. I, I hate to say this, not ready. Not ready, and if I was a wrestler, if I'm somebody that was let go in the Saturday Night Massacre... I'm pissed. I'm annoyed. I'm livid. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Okay, first of all, everyone's like, how can he be Ray's son? He's so tall. Then you see Ray's wife, a- a.k.a. his mother, and you're like, okay, that's where he gets the height from. Ray is... Which Makes, is cute. I mean, that's... A that's, giant. That's adorable. Um, I just am not sold that Dominic has what it takes he doesn't have the physical body he's not particularly he's like not tall not short he's trying to do like 619 he's trying to do all of these moves and I don't know if he can I don't feel safe watching him do these moves I don't think he delivers things with confidence I feel like I'm watching somebody practice and then at the other side of the match I feel like I'm watching somebody get beat in to the WWE like a gang initiation. I definitely think he's being hazed in, yeah, into like the WWE universe, like trying to like like him because he's just getting his ass kicked. Um, I also think some of the moves that Rey Mysterio does so well, he does them well because he's a little guy. Exactly. Like the six one nine is a hard move to do, but you it's even harder to do if you're six five than exactly Rey Mysterio's height. Yeah, Rey Mysterio. I mean, Rey Mysterio is probably five five. Um, you know, kayfabe, maybe 5'8". Dominic, much... 5'6". Yeah, he's 5'6". He's my height, yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't want to be rude to the kid, but he's also 22 years old. He's not the youngest person in the world. 
He's taking a roster spot, going against top talent like Seth Rollins. Seth could make an apple look good. Seth could literally wrestle a broomstick. Literally. Yes, like he 100%. could. That is how good he is in the ring. He's not lying yes. when he's like, I'm the best in the business. Seth Rollins is the best in the business. I just don't think that Dominic deserves to be there. And it does trigger a little bit of my anger towards kids who maybe were born on third base. Now, I'm not saying Dominic had like a home run at childhood. This is only in this wrestling world, only in this specific area. No. Dominic was born in a very good spot. Yes. And the way that Ray got his contract with the WWE, put Dominic in it, made sure that he was going to be part of key storylines. I don't know. I, I, I know he's been in the business forever. But. Nepotism runs deep in, in the WWE. I mean, I there's a reason there are I so know. many legacy wrestlers. Randy Orton's a legacy. I know. I know. Randy Orton is also jacked. Randy Orton is jacked. I will say, Rey Mysterio is 5'6". For reference, Dominic okay. is billed at 6'2". Okay. So there is a significant height difference. And I do think that you just you have to learn to wrestle differently when you're a big guy than the little guys. Yes, He's you do. He's not a gymnast. He's bigger than a gymnast. He is. And, and Ray, also, to your point, truly is a Michael Jordan of wrestling. Yeah. Rey Mysterio Jr., probably the greatest uh, cruiserweight or featherweight, whatever you want to call him, cruiserweight, I guess, of yeah. all time. I mean, maybe the greatest sort of luchador-style wrestler of all time. Yeah, easily. Easily. So if we hold Dominic to that standard, I think that's unfair. But it's hard but. not to because he's also only there because of his father. Right. I feel like if you are going to – I like the way Charlotte Flair did it. Yes. I like the well, way Charlotte she – Well, Charlotte did it, it – she did it with hesitation. She didn't want to do it. She reluctantly did it, and now she – but she also came in through developmental. She came in through developmental. She got in – like, it's basically what Simone uh, – the Rock's daughter is doing right now. Yes. She's in developmental. You're building your skills. You're going through the motions. I don't think, like, Dominic never went to NXT. He just walked in to promos with his dad and is now, now that we're talking through it, I'm starting to, I'm starting to come around to your side. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, you just think about how many wrestlers are out there. You know, we, we're, we're talking about uh, Eddie Kingston over with AEW. Oh, my God. Just crushing it on the mic, I truly. Speaking of man tears, that guy is like, I still think it's real. Like, he's breaking. Like, he's kayfabe does so not exist. I'm like, that. he is so good. And for every uh, Eddie Kingston that you see on TV, 
there's literally hundreds, if not thousands, of those people struggling in the indies. Yeah. And would love to get a match in WWE, but of course it's going to go to the son of someone who is a legend like Rey Mysterio. Not to... Anyway, and I don't want to be rude to Dominic. It's just, this is what's happening. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. I just don't think, I just think that Vince put him in a position where, cool, how many times can I watch a person get hit with a kendo stick? I love, I mean, I've been watching, they have the best of Mick Foley on WWE Network. There's also a great docuseries called Untold, uh, and they cover the Mick Foley Triple H storyline that they had over the years. I love watching physical stuff. I love people getting hit with chairs. It's really fun to me when people are bleeding all over the yeah, place. Yeah, like violence. I love violence. Yeah, I like that about it. But even the kendo stick violence, I'm like, okay, I don't want to see this kid just get welts all over his body right. because I'm not believing the storyline because I don't believe right. that he would. He doesn't stand a chance against Seth. And if he does stand a chance against Seth, then Seth is not the greatest wrestler that he claims to be. I just... In my humble opinion, mm-hmm. it makes Seth look bad. It makes Dominic look bad. It makes WWE look bad. And I don't know why they uh, why they feel as if this storyline uh, needs to be a top card storyline. Why can't Dominic go against somebody else young? Why can't Dominic go to NXT? I don't know. Anywho, we'll see. All right. Well, just lastly on SummerSlam. Loser leaves WWE match Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. This was a no DQ match. We talked about what's going on in Sonya Deville's personal life last week. Holy hell, all of that is extremely real. Uh, This Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville storyline, Katie, to your point, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, or maybe it was last week. Damn, I do believe it. They did a great job of selling the the end of a friendship in this match. They really did. I I just... I, just that that whole story to me is just so ass backwards. Like the, her being the stalker story is so yes. insane to oh, me, and how horrifying. it's now resulting in her like taking time off, just is heartbreaking, on so many levels. Totally, totally. But this match was really good. Interestingly enough, of course, this match was supposed to be a hair for a hair match, and they stopped that. They made it a DQ match. And uh, I think we were speculating maybe it was just because hair for hair matches aren't necessarily always the greatest. Mm -hmm. But it turns out that the lawyer for Sonya Deville did not want her to cut her hair. And Sonya was supposed to lose that match. Uh, Did not want her to shave her head because it would look bad in the courtroom. And it would make uh, the jurors less sympathetic to her. It would make people be like, oh, why didn't she just kick his ass or whatever it is. And I know, Katie, you find that to be slightly sexist. I do. Because I you're probably 100% right. Do. My first thought was, <laughs> oh, that sounds sexist. But then at the same time, I also know that a hair for a hair match is also a dumb idea. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm right down the middle of this one. Eh, maybe I side with the lawyer after all. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if Sonya walks into the courtroom and she looks tougher than her stalker, people would be like, I don't understand. But that's also horrible to say. And uh, yeah, like, like I feel like she could she should she could show up totally bald and people should still be like, oh, yeah, that person with with a knife outside of her house that traveled 400 miles to go kill her with duct that's tape. And problematic. That's the problem, not not the shape of her haircut. But, uh, yeah, that is kind of Like the jury's going to look at her and be like, no one's going to no one's gonna try to stalk her. <laughs> yeah, who would stalk her? She doesn't have long hair. Yeah. Anyway, so Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose. And I, I thought for their skill set, 
I thought the match was good. In the grand scheme of like good and bad matches, I don't think it's a blip on the radar, but it was nice to see them uh, give them both a platform at least because I like their character work. I don't think technically they're good wrestlers, but I love the characters. How detrimental was it that Mandy Rose couldn't set up that table? I was like watching this, and I'm like, you just got to set set it up. Set up the table. Hey, man. Those tables can be tricky sometimes. I know, and she's tiny, but it's like you got to set up the table. It's a big table. I know. It was a big table. It was a table, but nonetheless. She's, she Maybe if Otis was there to help her earlier, well, she's Otis just a was damsel in, the back. in distress. Otis was in the back, and he says, I'm going to let my woman fight for herself. And as far as I'm concerned, in real life, they're dating. I don't think that they are, but I think they should because they're super cute. And at the end of the match, Otis picked her up like she was Miss Elizabeth, and he was indeed the nacho man. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing to see that big old fat ball with that beautiful lady on his shoulder. Made all the fat kids around the world think, maybe one day I, too, can have a storyline written for me where a pretty girl likes me. He is adorable. It's, he is it's adorable. just an adorable. I like, like I said, I like all their characters. I'm here for it. Even if they have a bad technical match, I'm, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, what's another thing that we've been talking about? We have been discussing what's going on with Jeff Hardy. So Jeff Hardy, I finally watched that bar match, by the way. Holt, did you did you see the bar match that they did on SmackDown? No, I haven't seen the bar match. This was oh, must have been three weeks ago. This was the one that was supposed to be on. Oh my goodness, I'm even blanking yes. on that pay per view. Whatever the there's the so many the swamp fucking pay per views. There's so many. But yes, there is a match on this that was supposed to be on the last pay per view. It was not exactly perfect, but Jeff Hardy has talked now about what's going on with this storyline. Jeff Hardy, of course, the current Intercontinental Champion, and rightfully so. Dude is a legend. This is what he had to say regarding uh, the true story or the true storyline. Of course, he has been involved in some DUIs. He had a hit-and-run angle as well. Uh, there was a bunch of broken bottles in this bar fight. This is what Jeff Hardy has to say. He says, The stuff with Sheamus that's happened most recently, I knew there was a great outcome in it. I knew that a bar fight was going to be cinematic and good. All the stuff building up to the match, I just knew the outcome was going to be fantastic, and it's good to face challenges like that because there's so much negativity in the world. Hopefully I'm doing that through the television screen and helping people I'll never know. So I think Jeff Hardy has a good sense of this storyline with the redemption storyline. Katie, I had a hard time with it simply because he never won, but now that he is the Intercontinental Champion, Maybe that's, I think that's the outcome that he is referring to. Yeah. He kind of went through, you know, throwing piss in Seamus's face, uh, doing, you know, just this very real storyline. Um, but hope, I mean, you know, to that credit, hopefully, if someone was struggling with drugs and alcohol, they can look at it and say, well, look at Jeff. He was able to overcome this and now he's the IC champion. The way they handled it, I'm not exactly sure if that message came like <laughs> ringing through <laughs> but yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. what jeff wants the message to be yes of course that's what jeff wants the message to be and and as he should uh i i you know okay <laughs> all right if that's i guess if that's sometimes when things are so bad you really have to fall back on uh why you're there and remember what you're doing and why it's important to you. And I feel like maybe this is an example of that. Like if the didn't quite go as well as he had uh, hoped or thought it would when he came back 
And yes. now, but now he's champion. So all right, just skip over kind of the really dumb stuff and just remember why you're there. It's what that seems to me. And I feel like that had to be in the back of his mind throughout all of the ridiculousness of this storyline. I'm doing this because I want to be, uh, you know, I want to, I want to be an inspiration for people who might need it. Yes, and uh, there's just one more quote here. He says, I'm not a social media guy. This is Jeff Hardy. He says, I'm not a social media guy at all. I don't read comments or the negativity of people who thought it was wrong or that WWE were treating me badly. I don't read any of that. Uh, He goes on to say, I'm just confident in myself to get through it, and when I get a feeling that something's going to be good, I just run with it. Uh, He goes on, I'm always interested as everybody is different in so far as how the viewer feels watching at home especially the hardcore fans of mine. Even thinking back to the stuff with CM Punk when I was failing drug tests, they turned it into a storyline. And that's what I mean when I talk about roller coasters of good and bad. Uh, My concern here is when we start tying all of these things together, uh, does it, does it trigger? I'm not going to say any, like I'm not going to say he's going to relapse, but when it, it seems like a concern could be, that if the story, if he starts to sort of fade away again, he's 42 years old. If he starts to kind of, you know, get out of Vince's main rotation, does he just subconsciously act out again, thinking that that's going to be his oh, end wow. to another WWE storyline? Yeah. It's, it's possible like, that, that, that it happens that way. Yeah. It's like when like songwriters or like musicians break up with whoever they're, they're with just yes. to write another hit song. Yes, Absolutely. Um, he just he finishes up here. He says, throughout all of that, so long as I can continue to do good, especially with this, my last chance to get it right, it is going to inspire people around the world that I'll never meet again, uh, that they need to stay sober to survive. So hopefully that inspiration uh, came through. At the very least, that was his rationalization for doing the storyline. And, uh, you know, I, I don't believe that he got into this storyline for any malicious reasons whatsoever. Obviously, that is... What he wants to do is help people with sobriety. I hope that he helps himself uh, in that process as well. It seems like he is, but, you know, there, these, these, he was arrested in 2011. This is a life, it's kind of a lifelong, yeah. I mean, hey, I'm not going to sit here and tell, I mean, I have, you know, I drink too much too. We all have our issues and no one's perfect, but I just hope that he, I wish that he it, had a storyline after this that did not revolve around yes, alcohol like, and drugs. Yes, like we don't have to go down this road every time we need a character storyline from Jeff. Yes, and I mean, like we've any we've done it. We've he's done it. He's referenced how many times he's done it already. Like this yes. isn't the first time they've done the storyline. So like I get that you know we're trying to pull from reality, but at the same time you are more than as a you you are more than what has happened to you in the past in real life. You can go other places with your character. He's done it before. Yes, let's go. Let's go and do it again. Uh, I mean, his brother is freaking teleporting. I mean, his brother's teleporting. Matt Hardy (laughs) went through every single one of his characters in like a in a in a pool of uh, of time. You know, like you can do anything you want. Yeah. Uh, Let your freak flag fly, uh, as they say. So. Yeah. All right. Let's step away from WWE for a second. We'll be back to talk about the pay per view payback in just a second. But let's talk a bit about AEW. AEW. AEW, specifically Dynamite, uh, I was very happy to see Mr. Brody Lee, a man underutilized in WWE. Mr. Brody Lee is now the TNT champion, beating Cody Rhodes 
I am happy that he dropped the belt. I think Cody did a great job as TNT champion. Yeah. I think he showcased unbelievable talent. Um, people never heard of before. And now we have Brody Lee as the TNT champion. I did not see it coming, but I am, I'm here for it. I'm just fine. I think Brody Lee is also a talent that can put a lot of guys over, which it seems like that is the position or the point of that belt. Which is surprising to me. It's surprising that, so um, at Double or Nothing, where we were, Dark Order yes. came out and everyone, the entire audience was like, not interested. We right. were not into it. We were like, who are these masked vigilantes that no one's interested in? No one knows who they are. And slowly but surely, they've reluctantly won over the crowd. I they feel have. like it's taken a year and change for them to do it. But now with Brody Lee at the helm, they've got the Je- uh, Jenna Lee. Jenna, they've got the the girl that took down uh, Brandy Rhodes the other night. Yep. Um, they've got... And they've got Colt Cabana. My heart, my heart beats yeah, you, for Colt Cabana. Yeah, what is this love that you have for Colt Cabana? We were texting about this, and I was like, I can only describe your taste in men as unique. <laughs> because Colt Cabana, out of all of the people in pro wrestling, you like the one who wears kind of the onesie. Colt Cabana is like my that's my that's my style. Like if it's he's my type. What is the style? Like what a is nerdy, the type? he's like cute and nerdy. I just he's like don't cute know. and nerdy and like I don't know. He's like a normie. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's He's like totally a fine. Nerdy. Yeah. All if right. you look at my husband, my husband is nerdy. Yeah. Your, your husband is cute. more attractive than uh, than Colt Cabana. I agree gonna, with you. Yes, I agree with that's you there. Good. I am I'm happily happy married. That you said that. I'm good. happily married, but I, my wrestler crush is Colt Cabana. Uh huh. All right. <laughs> that's just fine. Um, I am happy to see the title change hands to Brody Lee, uh, the Dark Order. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. They're out there. They're doing crazy things. I love the way that Saturday Night Show ended. It was so, like, a couple people were like, oh, it's a little dramatic or whatever. I loved it. I thought they really, the Dark Order really won me over on that show. Yeah, what do you mean? Who said it was too dramatic? It's pro wrestling. The whole thing is supposed to be very dramatic. I don't know. The internet. Oh, my goodness. This is why Jeff Hardy doesn't read the internet. I And I also think that he absolutely does read the internet. You think so? (laughs) He, he's, he wouldn't know that people hated the storyline unless he read no, the internet. that's a good point. Also, AEW champion John Moxley, he had a verbal fight with MJF, which is awesome because both of these dudes can talk. And what, Katie, they, they signed a contract, so they're going to fight in the future. They're going to, sh- they're going to wrestle uh, the September 5th show. Um, and I think this, like, Moxley is such a good shit talker. Paired so with MJF, who is also an incredible shit talker. Yes, And he the is. two of them together, they're so different. They have such different styles. Like, MJF is so embedded in his, like, in his gimmicky character. And John Moxley is just, like, kind of a straight shooter. And, like, a one-line, a one-line wonder when it comes to just putting someone down. He doesn't need to go on for, like, MJF. He doesn't need to monologue. He can just be like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> And yes. he owns him. Like, it's just so fun to watch them. Moxley versus MJF. I think Mox will retain. I don't think MJF is ready yeah. to be the champion yet. Hopefully Moxley retains, uh, but he's going to put over MJF because I think he still needs to have a few matches that are on par with how good he is on the mic. I think he mm-hmm. can do it. Uh, I just want to see those matches happen. And this Mox uh, MJF match 
is going to be a great showcase for MJF, and I think it'll be consistent. It will be another great showcase uh, for Mox as he consistently does showcase his best talents in the ring, which is why he is the champion, and uh, which is why he was one of the most sought-after free agents in wrestling there before he Crazy. went to AEW. We also have Darby Allen. We have to mention Darby. He's bringing the thumbtacks into the ring. Uh, he has. Uh, he's going against Ricky Starks. And uh, Darby Allen, he is just one of my favorites because I love to watch thumbtacks. There ain't nothing wrong with thumbtacks. And Darby Allen is putting his body on the line, and I hope he doesn't die. And I love to watch what he's doing. I'm still a little confused about his storyline. Like, I'm not 100% sure what we're doing with this storyline with Ricky Starks. Like, like they came out uh, this most recent show with him in, like, a coffin, and they did this, like, little kind of gimmick with Darby Allen, and, like, he's imitating him a little bit, or a lot of it. Um, and I, I'm just not – I'm not 100% clear on what we're doing with him quite yet, but I love to watch him wrestle. Yeah, I completely agree. And I don't know uh, – yeah, I mean, at this point, Anything that gets him into the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I just want to see him in the ring. Yeah, like, what story? How do we get him into the ring again? Oh, yeah. uh, someone stole a skateboard. Okay, go. Cool. Just go. <laughs> Great, got it. That'll do it. <laughs> and then, of course, we also had Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho. I cannot. Okay, I know that I, lo I love, hate Chris Jericho on commentary. Oh, the best. But even this most recent, this week's most recent show is just so funny to me how he just, he yells he, when he's calling a match, he's yelling through the entire match, and he's yep. not even entirely sure what he's about to say. So he stumbles. <laughs> he's like yell stumbling over himself. He's like, yeah, and there was a double, uh, you know, the flippy thing they do over the, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's like, why he is so good. He is so, wine drunk. He's so confident. The confidence. I'm just envy envious of the confidence of like. <laughs> well, you know, he's in his late stage Johnny Depp. <laughs> He's got, he's a little bloat. He's got his little bloat. He's a little yep. wine drunk all the time. And uh, I'm excited for the Mimosa Madness, which I think, or Mimosa, I think it's Mimosa Madness is what they're calling it. What it's, it's Orange Cassidy and Jericho going against each other. <laughs> it's brilliant. Like it's fucking it brilliant. Really like, absolutely brilliant. Le Champion versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, so, yes, that will be a fantastic match. No, I misspoke there. It was the Mimosa Mayhem, which is also a mouthful. Yes, it is. So the Mimosa Mayhem match, uh, ironically enough, if you can say that three times, you get out of a DUI. Uh, the Mimosa Mayhem match will be taking place very soon. Of course. It's, it's brilliant. It's, it's orange Cassidy, orange juice, a little bit of the bubbly. I'm just it's, so mad at the marketing. Like, he's just a marketing genius. It's just too good. So that match between Orange Cassidy and Le Champion will take place September 5th. And uh, I think the wrestling world is extremely excited to see what those two can do. And if there has been one breakout star in AEW these past three months, I think it's safe to say, or past two months, I think it's safe to say Orange Cassidy is that breakout star. Yeah, when I, and with him and Jericho, it's just so fun. They're, it's just a fun... It's a fun story. It's they're fun to watch. They they are this they are wrestling. That's what wrestling. This is what wrestling is. It's I completely so agree. dumb and fun and hilarious. And the jackets, the orange jackets, the orange juice ruined jacket. It's ludicrous. It's I so love stupid. all of it. I love it. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. 
Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Katie, are you sold yet on Jake Hager? Because no. I know you didn't like him before. You still don't like him? Mm-mm. I think he's doing a good job with Chris. Mm, so you're just upset with the Dirty Dutch Mantel tea party role that he had five years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's a Katie. But that's not really him. That's a character he played five years ago. Do we really think that he's good enough to play a a character <sighs> that's that far removed from who he actually is? <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Undertaker's a born again Christian, and he plays the devil. Well, Undertaker's a little bit more talented than Jake Hager. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think the talent, oh, wow. uh, the creative element uh, that Jake Hager has stumbled into uh, from being just like a specimen. He's a physical specimen. He like, he's is. obviously a talented fighter. But as when when we cross from uh, from from technical skill and uh, overall athleticism into like kind of a broader creativity uh. element, I just don't think that maybe he has the he has the range. I don't think, I think he has the range. I think you have a political bias. I think you have political I 100% bias. One hundred percent do. <laughs> All right. He's just—he reminds me of like a, he's like a meathead you'd see at like a Vegas bar. Like he's just kind yeah, of yeah. He's the goon. He's Chris he's Jericho's goon. goon. But that's why I he's know. doing a good job in the in the role. I know. So I, it's, I still don't like him, even kayfabe or not. <laughs> well, when you meet him and he's wearing his Bernie Sanders shirt and wearing flip flops, I don't know <laughs> if he would be, but. You're going to be surprised. Look, or not. He's, he, or not. If he has man tears uh, about how he got bullied when he was a little kid, uh, <laughs> Braun Strowman style, then Aww. maybe maybe I'd change my tune. But I'm pretty sure that he'd be like, fuck bullies, man. I was a bully or some shit. That didn't make any sense. But that's what Jericho does in commentary anyway. So basically, right. we've come full circle. I did not mean to open up this well of hatred. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, let's talk payback. Uh, this is the lineup United States Championship match, Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley. Sadly, I think uh, Bobby Lashley is going to end the reign of uh, of Apollo Crews. I don't know. The U.S. Championship, I don't know. This could not be more less interesting. I'm. This is the <sighs> generic. This could not be more generic. It's just not, it's not good. I don't know. The, what are they doing? They've run out of people on their roster is what it feels like. Honestly, that's kind of the case. I feel bad saying that because I'm sure they're both wonderful humans. No, I actually, I love Apollo Crews. Uh, I think he's a, a fantastic athlete. I'm just, uh, again, and I think he's got a great character. Uh, but then they have this whole hurt business angle going on uh, with MVP. And it's just a little bit confusing as to what, I, I don't know. I just don't know what the roles are. Also, that's the problem. 
Like, I don't know what the roles are. What are we doing here? And who am I? I love Apollo Crews. Yeah. He's great. I like Bobby Lashley, too, I guess. What is the Hurt Business? That's what I, I want to know. I don't know. Like, mm. it's not established like like the Order, like the Dark Order, or like, like a series of other things are established. It's just, I don't know what it is. Um, so yeah. anyway, I think Bobby Lashley is going to end up winning that. And then we got the Women's Tag Team Championship, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Of course, they're the champions. We'll be going against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. And I am kind of fascinated to see what this tag team of Baszler and Nia Jax can do because uh, I don't, that, that could actually work. They, this feels like it was... This feels like they had a homework assignment due tomorrow, and they were like, oh, shit, we have a pay-per-view on Sunday? Someone call Nia Jax. <laughs> they, like, that's literally what it feels like. It came out of nowhere, and they set it up literally last this past Monday. Yes, I like, mean, she, yes. Oh, what? what? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, call her real quick. She's good, right? Okay, cool. But Shayna and Nia, I could see them being a pretty devastating force in the tag team division. I, I would assume that Bailey They're and both Sasha gonna, will win. There, someone's going to get walk away with accidental broken bones in this match. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to get hurt, without a doubt, but that makes it fun. And then we have the aforementioned Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. I'm I'm assuming Ray and Dominic win. I don't know. I Like, I think for that one, I will say, I think for that one, I think, I don't think, I, I don't think Ray and Dominic are going to win. You don't think so? No. Okay. They can't win yet. It's too early for them to win. They got to... He's got to continue to lose, right? I guess he already lost his eye. What's he going to start? Is he going to go for it like a, a cut off your dick match? What's going to happen? What else, maybe, I mean, how much more can he lose? I don't know. Maybe he loses Dominic. Oh, maybe Dominic dies. It's an abortion match. Wouldn't that be something? An abortion match. Wow, Katie. Really going at it today. Look, everything's on fire. Everything <laughs> is on fire. You're just yeah. absolutely illuminating. Uh, I do guarantee you they hit a double 619, though, and I think they could hit it on both of them or something like that. And anyway, who knows? And then just lastly, Universal Championship, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. No holds barred. Oh, I'm hoping for a good match. I hope that uh, I hope that either The Fiend wins or Braun wins. If they give it to Roman, I'm a little bit concerned that all the love that we have for seeing Roman is going to be like, oh, just immediately make him champion again. But I could also see Vince... Just immediately making him champion. Yeah. I mean, like I don't... Yeah, this one, this uh, that'll be... I don't, I don't know. Katie, I think that you're right when it comes to like these back-to-back pay-per-views because this one also was just like, throw this match together, triple yeah. threat match. Like, they did have to rush. I'm not sure how that schedule happened this way to have back-to-back pay-per-views. I but. feel like I was just watching it, and they were like, oh, then the paper pay, paybacks next weekend. I was like, back-to-back? Come on, guys. Yeah. Easy does it. I will say, I am excited. I know that Keith Lee has a lot going on. Like, uh, Keith Lee has now obviously got, been pulled up. He's going against Randy Orton. He's going against Randy Orton. Uh, he had a great match. Uh, his first, like, Raw match was really good, really fun. Um, the fans are irate that they've changed his gear. He's wearing full gear now. Yes. And um, they've changed his gear and they changed his entrance music. And the fans have like basically been like, what the fuck are you doing to Keith Lee? So now Uh-oh. WWE Universe apparently has been heard. And next time we see Keith Lee, hopefully 
he will be back to what we know him as from NXT. Not that they yeah. changed him a lot. They just put him in full gear and they changed his entrance music. His logo, he's still limitless. He's still Keith Lee, the Legion. Um, he's still basking my glo- bask in his glory. He still has all that going for him. Right. It's just those little, those little nuancey things that the WWE universe. Just don't mess with something that's working. Just yeah, stop. Don't, he's so over. He's perfect. Leave him alone. Don't touch Keith Lee. There's a lot of people who say who say that Vince doesn't like to look at big bellies. Yeah, but then you have like Otis. Otis wears a shirt. But then Otis isn't Otis isn't being pushed like Keith Lee's being pushed. So right, yeah, absolutely. So Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. I mean, if Keith Lee wins, this will be absolutely huge. I think Keith Lee's gonna win. I hope he does for his sake. Keith Lee uh, is a star. And Randy is so Randy is so set that it's all good if he loses. Yeah. Uh, but Keith is still in a, in a softer ground. All right, now it's time for match from the past. What do we got? Well, I made a I made a very uh, inappropriate joke, inappropriate abortion joke <laughs> earlier that I sort of regret. I don't know. Um, I think it's fine. But I ran it by James. James said it's fine. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> he said uh, we also brought up our match from the past idea uh, to go from SummerSlam 2005, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, it is a match for Dominic's love, <laughs> and Dominic is so fucking small he's, he's so tiny he also has a boy band haircut which i feel like he's a minor so i can't really judge him for he's got frosted tips he's like five years old katie he's Come so on. tiny jeez you being a mother you've actually learned to hate children more i don't know what happened <laughs> oh he, he's sorry he's battling for the custody of, uh, yes. of dominic which he's, is also very questionable as far as the storyline goes but hey what's the wwe <laughs> whatever um, all right, here's match from the past. And again, in those briefcases, the custody papers for Dominic, Eddie's son, Rey Mysterio's adopted child, and Eddie Guerrero. Rey Mysterio can barely move. Guerrero's going to climb to the top of that ladder again. Guerrero's going Eddie's, to. Eddie's, Eddie's hurt, though. His knee, his ankle, his leg, whatever it is, he's hurt. Eddie. Having a tough time. Oh, whoa, whoa. That, that, that's Eddie. Right. That, that, that's Eddie. Right. Right. Yeah, he's right. Vicky doing out here. She doesn't belong out here. Eddie Guerrero near the top of the ladder, and his wife Vicky is in the ring. Oh, no, 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 Guerrero's got the ladder again. Pull Mysterio near the briefcase. Look at him. He's holding her husband alive. Oh, 
Okay, there it was. He's Ray so versus sad. Eddie for Dominic. Custody of Dominic Mysterio. Ray won, as you can tell. He's also like young enough to to if he knows if he understands the storyline, he's young enough to have a lot of questions when he's older. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that's why uh I think that's why he's currently getting beaten up with kendo sticks. Yeah. From Seth Rollins. But oh, there boy. it was, the match from the past. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's Kind of Fun. Uh, we're excited for Payback. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also continue to follow the Sonya Deville true life drama. Uh, there was a court date that was set, and I believe she will be confronting this psychopath It's next so weird week. that you have to be in a courtroom with your offender. I, whatever. That's for another, that's for that's, another podcast. That's for, yeah, a whole other <laughs> thing. Uh, but we will keep you up to date, and we hope... Everything is okay, and uh, she comes back to the WWE soon because no matter what, uh, this person has caused her an immense amount of uh, of anguish that she does not deserve to have. Yeah, so fuck that guy. Leave her alone. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We will talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.